welcome to the Just Okay Podcast, a podcast about trying. What was Just Okay about your week? I went to a work conference this week for leadership. It was nice to be selected, to be thought of as someone who... Honor. Uh, maybe now that I'm thinking about it, like, you need some leadership training. An honor just to be nominated. You're right. It was an honor just to be nominated, and it was just okay. It was... As an introvert, it was somewhat uncomfortable for me. However, we're talking Myers-Briggs personality test. So introversion was like part of the conference. And there were a majority of introverts at the conference. It was majority introverts? Majority, vast majority. Like I would say two-thirds vast. I don't know. Two-thirds to a third of the people. Like two-thirds were introverts. Sure. One-third extroverts interesting oh right we talked about that yeah we because talked about the, it because the extroverted people are already like actually upper management already right this is just sort of first this, right. like i mean it was definitely for like first line Were managers the, oh, new managers so if you if we had talked about this throughout the process the next question i would have asked you to go observe is the extroverts were they younger than the introverts no okay it was a it was a range and like we had a range of ages too sure um but no, I think it was fairly okay. mixed. What was just okay about my week was your work trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was fine. I mean, you were gone. I did laugh to myself, and I actually remembered this yesterday and forgot to tell you. You stayed in a hotel. Yes. On two Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. Wednesday night. You drove up Wednesday morning. You stayed in a hotel Wednesday night. You came home Thursday after. You used to work in the place that you were going every day. So you really could have come home. I mean, I did not care, and it was fine that you stayed in the hotel. But it did kind of make me laugh at some point when I realized that. I was like, oh, yeah, he used to do that every day. Like, why did he need to stay in a hotel? Some people did drive back home to Virginia. But two years ago, I went to a conference and came back and forth every day for four days. Oh, and well, that's terrible, but one day... I, it didn't matter. I'm not doing it again. Okay. If they're going to pay for a hotel, sure. I'm going to take right, the hotel. Right, right, right. Plus, who wants to leave like work happy hour during Whole30 when which you're not drinking <laughs> at 7 o'clock, drive home for an hour, no. get home at 8, and then... I get it. Again. Get up butt-ass early in the morning to go back up there. I really didn't care. I did just think it was funny when I realized it because I hadn't realized it before you went. Um, it was just Okay. For me, like, which is good because other times that you've gotten trips, like, this is an improvement to say that it was just okay. It's been better. I had to take the kids with me to my gymnastics meet this week, and parenting in public is my, it's easily in my top three of the my least favorite things to do in life, and so that was not fun for me. Right, I'm sure that it was fine. But I did not like that. Now, coming home and being asleep by 10.15 was great. (laughs) Not that you don't, like, not that I couldn't do that. (laughs) Right, but it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. And you weren't here. And you were already asleep. You went to bed even before that. because I woke up so so early to go up the first day. That's right. So anyway, so that was just okay. So we made through. We made it through. It was fine. It was fine. It was just okay. (laughs) All right. What ideas did you have this week? Ideas. Ideas. Uh, you kind of had an idea. Sorry, I keep saying uh, um, and now um. Uh, um is preferred to uh. Yeah, it's just gonna keep happening now. I can't stop. 
You had the idea, actually, but I'm going to steal it because I don't know if you're going to say it. It's definitely my idea. Oh, okay. I'll let you do it. I think I had one. So you say yours and then I'm going to remember mine. So our a podcast favorite, Richie, and his wife are doing a book club together this year. This was not the idea that oh, I was going to say. So this okay. is perfect. Perfect. <laughs> to read a different book every month together. Yeah. And I don't know how like we ta- started talking about that, but that was... Maybe part of their, like, the things they're going to do this year. I think so. And I had the idea that we should do something similar because we've been talking about having a book club together. In a wider context context than just books, we've been talking about having a book club for important subjects. So we, right. we come together narrow, and... Narrow the focus. We meet with a focus on a specific thing that we need to talk about. Much like... This podcast. Right. Which, I mean, this is sort of what achieves that. Although, anyway, a focused time to talk to one another. But I had the idea that we should read all the sex books that we've been talking about for the last four or five years. Yeah. Maybe not that long. But there's a we have a list of books that we want to read about sex specifically, and we've never read any of them. Not not to say that we're... That we would not read erotica, but that's not what you're talking about. I mean, I part, like... one of the books I put on the list oh, that's is right. erotica. No, you're right. You're right. But in but you decided that may not be for you. I don't know that it is for me. <laughs> we should. It, this will be an exploration as to where the line on my prudishness comes in. Well, here. it's definitely not going to be the first one, and no. it'll probably be last anyway because we have others that we really wanted to read. Right, like. Mating in Captivity by Esther Perel. And Sex at Dawn. Sex at Dawn by Chris Ryan. We just both listened to a podcast, Aubrey Marcus's podcast, about a book called Untrue by mm-hmm. Wendy. Wendy something. Wendy. It's like Wendy Tuesday or something. It's like. <laughs> or oh, is her name Wednesday? Maybe it's Wednesday. Maybe it is Wednesday. I think her name is Wednesday. Wednesday Martin? No, that's not right. Whatever. Abby Martin's sister. Exactly. I'm like combining a I'm going to try to look it people. up while we talk here. Um, the other one is, yeah, it is Wednesday Martin. It is? I think at least that's the... Oh, my memory yeah. is so money. It's Wednesday Martin. Wednesday Martin. So that book is called Untrue, and it explores that female sexuality more specifically, I guess, than yes. than both. Um, yeah, so that's that's what we're going to do. So we're reading, we're going to do Mating in Captivity first, right? Okay, yeah. I, I think, think that's the right way to go. Are we going to do chapter by chapter like we've done before? I think that might be the best idea since we have Or should we read it together a la copy? Tim Ferriss, uh, we could try, life coach? We could try to do that. Let's try I it. don't know that that's going to work for me. Okay. But we could try. If not, we'll just do chapter by chapter like we did with the Enneagram book. That worked okay. Yeah, it worked fine. My idea, which was really your idea... Yeah. Is that you need to start a podcast with Kelsey. Oh, Oh, because we didn't discuss at the top that I am on the podcast still. (laughs) Oh, right. Here I am. Welcome back. Thanks. (laughs) We got, we, we rearranged the studio again. And so I just felt like, you know. Give us a a fresh I Give us a fresh start. I'll give it, I'll give it a new, I'll give it another shot. We'll see how this goes. Now that I've been very open and honest about the fact that I don't receive the sort of feedback from people that I want it has freed me a little okay yeah a little uh vulnerability releasing you from shame right right I think that that's totally accurate so some of the people that do listen to the podcast did text me this week 
and most of them understood what I meant. We talked after, sorry, I'll get back to my idea in one second, but we talked after we recorded last week's episode and I think it's very easy to just assume that I'm obsessed with numbers. It isn't numbers and I want to be very clear about that. It's not numbers. I actually don't care if it's nine people and nine people every week. All I want is feedback. I want interaction. I'm looking for connection. We, Shelly started her podcast two months ago, for an example. She started her podcast two months ago. It has blown up. And they have put out like eight episodes and they have well over a thousand. Nine today, I think. Yeah, today was number nine. So they have over a thousand downloads per episode already, which is massive. That's great. We don't even come close to like a tenth of that. And that is fine for me. I'm not looking to, like, to legitimately, like, you can quit your job and we can live off this. I don't care if it's nine people. But I want the nine people that are listening to enjoy it. And I want them to let me know that they enjoy it. And I want to have a conversation about it. Anyway, all of that is off. As a side note, because of watching Shelly and her podcast... We also realize how much work goes it's so into it. It's so much work. If you want it and, to grow like that, it's a right. ton of work. And we're not willing to put in that much work. Right. So it's just not that's just not something that's going to happen for us right now, for right. sure. And that's fine. I'm fine with that. I really am okay with that. But they... Um, oh, yeah. So back to the idea. Right. We... Kelsey came over this week because she's a good friend and she came by because she was in the neighborhood which, as Sammy said, she's always in the neighborhood. She doesn't live that far away. <laughs> but she really lives like 40 well, minutes away. So Sammy was also super offended because she brought her baby, baby by and she went to Panera. Ugh. Sammy's two favorite Yeah, things. seriously. The baby and Panera. And she wasn't involved. It was seriously offensive. Anyway, she came by and we were talking and I was recounting the conversation to you and how you would have appreciated a particular topic that we were discussing. And you said, Kelsey and I should start a podcast. And I think that you should. I thought you told me that. Oh, maybe I did. Maybe it was my idea. <laughs> I think it was your idea. I was giving you credit for my idea. Oh, you're right. Because then later you were like, okay, so when are we starting this podcast? Right. That's why I was thinking it was your idea. No, and it was mine. You and Kelsey your... should start a podcast. <laughs> okay. Consider it noted. Okay. If it comes up four times, you have to act on it. I so. know. Well, I'm sure that'll too be bad. easy. To... <laughs> Two had somebody else's involved. Anyway, those were. that was my one idea this week, I think. Okay, I okay. think that those are all the ideas. I felt sort of idealist this week because I was so busy. Right. I need a little more time to, a little more space for my ideas to And we only came work. up with the podcast topic last night, which I'm actually kind of excited about because this is something that in the past we have talked a lot about, but we haven't in the recent history, and we didn't give ourselves a lot of time to prep for this, which I actually think is a little more true to how we do things. So right, this will be a little more in the spirit of, a book of club. me restarting the podcast. Right. <laughs> Getting back to um, the original idea, yeah. And this will be sort of like book clubby because we haven't talked about it in a long time, and I'm sure that our ideas of what this is and what this looks like have evolved since we originally came up. You originally came up with, I don't know. Um, Anyway, would you like to introduce the topic? Yes. Okay. (laughs) The topic is barbell hippie. So I referred to myself and 
I'll be very honest here, referred to myself in that I would hashtag some things on Instagram this way. You're, and was, you're, one of your handles may have been Barbell Hippie at a time. Uh, my twi- Because you can change everything on Twitter as often as you want. I might have been, been Barbell Hippie on Twitter for a little bit. The idea behind Barbell Hippie came from, so we barbell lift, obviously, and for a long time, how we started and sort of the people that we followed in that space of our life were very dogmatic from a, like, you do these four or five lifts and you do them three times a week and this is what you do and there aren't excuses and it doesn't... Yeah, nothing, I'd say like, more than dogmatic, it was very sort of structured and an emphasis on pulling yourself together and doing things right. no matter what. Doing things no matter what. And so I adopted that for a while and I think you did too. But as humans do, you realize that that doesn't always work. And if you're not going to constantly be beating yourself up about how it's not going to always fit that mold, that sort of strict, structured mold, then you have to adopt a little bit more of the hippie mindset, which is where this came in for me. I have since kind of dropped both ideas for myself personally, like at least calling myself that because I am neither enough barbell or enough hippie to actually call myself (laughs) that. I feel like it is a little bit offensive to people who do embrace the barbell life and the hippie life. So I, I don't use it as much now because I think that I'm, would be appropriating both of those Cultures, cultures. Right. But the idea just being behind the hippie, like this is one of the examples that I thought of. So women, who have menstrual cycles, their capacity for work is, there's some fluctuation. There's natural fluctuation as they are going throughout the 28-day cycle, okay? The barbell mindset is, I don't care if you just started your period and you feel like you're going to die, you lift anyway because it's Tuesday and you lift on Tuesday. Right. So who cares? It doesn't matter. Do it anyway. The hippie mindset would be listen to your body. If you need to take a day off, take a day off. And much more of like a, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. It's just a much more intuitive approach to, and we're obviously talking a lot about fitness at at this point, but I think it can be easily broadened to the rest of life. It's much more intuitive. It's much more, I don't know, just, yeah, that, I mean, just that, right? And I had, I tried for a while to kind of marry the two together to do the hard aspects, to have the structure, to have the consistency, but to also allow myself for fluctuations in my life, just period. I took off, I I have for the last few years, I have lifted for about six months and then I have not lifted almost at all for about six months. I've done other things. I've done kettlebells. I've done body weight. I've done whatever. But I I have struggled to find a good – I tend to be on or off. And I kind of thought of it as like the, I had the six months barbell and then like the six months hippie. Right. And wanted to find more of like a cohesive marrying of the two. What do you have to say about this? So when we originally thought of this, this was 
at least a couple years ago, maybe more. Um, and so as a ex-Mormon, yes, it was and continues to be for us a struggle to not be dogmatic because of the way that we interpreted Mormonism in our lives. Sure. Comes very naturally, to me at least. Comes to be very structured, strict, uh, dogmatic, you know, just having rules. I mean, that's, you know, I've talked about that before, having need for rules and structure. And that comes from, at least in part, from that interpretation of Mormonism. And so I think it was very easy when we first found barbells to latch onto it like that and say, this is the thing and this is the only way to exercise and right. be, be very sort yeah, I mean, of strict was... and structured and, and um, uncompromising Yes, with, with the idea of barbell lifting. And that really is, I mean, for many people is a way of life because if you have to structure your life around your training, it becomes your life. And I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with that now, but I, I won't get to what I think now. But anyway, that was our take on it and I think we kind of ran with it. And then we started to take in other ideas and start understanding more about intuition and listening to your body and trusting your body. Whereas I believe the barbell side of things, it says you're the, the natural man <laughs> won't do the things it's necessary for it to do. It's not right. going to – if you say, oh, I'm going to listen to my intuition, you won't do anything. You just sit on the couch. Like that. that's what the barbell point of view is. And I think that – especially for me coming from a place where that is what my intuition, however screwed up state. Yeah. My natural state was having that structure of barbell was very important. And so as we started to see, Oh, there's other ways to do things. I think it's really coming from people that we respect talking about these sorts of issues and having um, more flexibility in how things are looked at and what's right for one person. Isn't always right for the other person. And this has been, an overarching growth pattern for our lives saying not just one thing is the right thing. So the other day, maybe yesterday when we started talking about this, I follow Tate Fletcher, who is a former MMA fighter, uh, stunt, current stuntman and actor. He's been in John, he was in John Wick. Right. He, I mean, see him die in John Wick. He also runs, a great coffee company called Caveman oh, Coffee. Yeah, if you want good coffee. Anyway, sort of a renaissance man of sorts, but yeah. coming from a, um, I guess, I think he's an addict background, or at least I know that he kind of speaks about those things a little better, at least he did yeah. early on. Anyway, yesterday, and he said this before, but yesterday it just kind of clicked in my mind that he was talking about discipline and love. And that made me remember our barbell hippie idea or concept. And realize that, oh, yeah, discipline and love is kind of what we're talking right. about. And so it's it's a thing that everyone goes through. I'm glad that you brought up everyone because my idea to call it Barbell Hippie was sort of a spin off of – so Nagar Fanuni is one of the fitness people that I have followed for a really long time. And in the probably close to a decade that I have followed her on social media and back when she had like a very popular blog, she has gone from being very fitness focused to now she is – exceedingly witchy and supernaturally focused. She doesn't do any fitness stuff anymore. Not to say that she does not do fitness, but she does not do that as a point of her profession. And she has called herself for a long time. She's called herself a meathead yogi. So the same kind of thing. Like she loves the barbell. She loves to go to CrossFit and feel like she's going to die. But she also 
loves to do yoga and she loves to slow down and she loves to do tarot and all of sort of these woo-woo metaphysical things. And in her mind, that was that was what she has called it for a long time, was meathead yogi. And I think that that's similar. I think it is too hard to stay firmly. I don't know if it's too hard to stay firmly on the, to take it back to just the words we're using in this podcast, to stay on the yogi side or hippie side. I feel like it's maybe a little bit easier to stay in those things long-term. I definitely think it is super hard to stay on the barbell side, the meathead side, the discipline side. I don't know many people that can last there and not burn out or well and i think both both sides ignore the non-binary nature of life right it's not one or the other i think that it makes it easier if we or at least intellectually when we're thinking about things this is what i am here's my rules here's what i do but there's i mean the middle way is kind of what we're talking about here where you incorporate some of everything you know a range of things and i think that for us, coming from where we came from, taking a step into, oh, I can be some of this and some of this. And we, I think we definitely kept the two things separate, but like I have some of this and I have some of this. And now, at least for me, I feel like they're both kind of mixing up and becoming just me rather than any external definition that I need to live up to, which I think is the point. And what everyone's looking for and going towards. But you understand there has to be some hardness in life, but there also has to be some softness in order to balance balance the hardness. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's literally balancing the two things. And I will say that for at least the barbell side, while it's not my life anymore and I don't sort of evangelize it maybe the way I used to, I think it's absolutely necessary and everyone should do it. So I love that you said that because there's two things. I told you last week when we were lifting, it's been a really long time since I posted a video of myself lifting. There was a while there where I I would, especially I had a coach for about three months last year and I was recording stuff to send to her. And so I would post on Instagram a video of my top deadlift set or my top squat set or pull-ups or whatever it was that I was doing that I wanted to record that day. And I said to you last week when we were lifting, I'm not going to post about that anymore. I, I will post when I have the, the teenagers that, that train in our gym and come and lift. I will post about that because I think that that is like, that's the work that I'm doing. Well, you're still about that. I am all about that. But me lifting in my gym isn't noteworthy anymore. It's what I do. Right. It's what I do three days a week. It's just. This, like, there shouldn't be, and it made me think of Dave. Will you tell the story about Dave? Because I think this is the perfect example of, like, we think everyone should do it. It doesn't have to be everybody's life. But the benefits just are numberless, and it should just be a normal part of your life the way that brushing your teeth and doing your laundry is a normal part of your daily and weekly life. Lifting weights in some capacity and I will be very loose about what capacity that is because again I think everybody has things that they are more likely to do that they're more suited to that they enjoy more and I think that there's a lot of leeway within what that is but consistent resistance training is what we're looking for and here's why I will just first say that I'm a little less loose on my (laughs) definition of what that means but that's because of 
what what works for me and what I see as I'm probably a little more barbell than I am hippie and that's just because of what I've seen work like by 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 way of evidence in people's lives. Well, I want everyone to start with barbell and stay with barbell for a while before they branch to other things. Right. I guess I should say that. Like, I think it's the it is the base, and it should. I believe it should be everybody's base. Right, and after that, so I don't many. Care. I, I, I mean, I guess we talked about exercise one time on here, but we did, yeah. but the benefits of barbell lifting, not just in an exercise or like physical body standpoint I think need to be experienced by everyone yeah anyway so Dave Delanave I actually hired him as my coach for a short period of time and he is a like he has exercise programs he's a lifting guy he owns a gym in Minneapolis he holds records in um Jefferson deadlift like there's like he's a fitness guy or at least was but if you were to follow him on Instagram for the last year two years almost you wouldn't know because he rarely really talks about fitness at all. And I think that that's probably natural, sorry, his natural progression to other things. Like he's always building things now. He's uh, baking bread. Like it's, I mean, he's skydives. Yeah. So th- last week at some and point. And not just like he's gone skydiving. He oh. skydives like all the time. I mean, I'd say once a month at least. At I least. mean, that's just what he shares, right? So I don't know. But anyway, last week he posted – um, something about he, or he was in the gym and like some plates because he he's in, he's in uh, Minnesota with his gym so I think it's he's probably around it a little more often but he said I don't post about this a lot but I lift every two to three hours or two to three hours <laughs> two to three hours a week I always do like this is just his standard and he said in reference to skydiving that one of these things like when you're in a wind tunnel like those practice places I don't know what they're called. Right. Um, Doesn't matter. Really. A lot of people, when they do that, they have very sore hamstrings afterwards, and they comment about it. And he said he never has, and he attributes that to his two to three hours a week of barbell lifting that he always does. And it's just like, hey, this makes my life function way better. Right. And I, I had forgotten. I don't know. It, it was nice to see that he's still lifting. Yeah. Um. He doesn't need to tell me that he's still lifting, but I, right. I like to see it. And then him say, and here's why. And here's because it still benefits my life greatly in a way that I, I'm still focusing on other things. I'm doing other things, but this is still benefiting my life. Right. I think I felt for a while that I needed to showcase it more or be a little more open about it because I am like I, I do have certifications and I can be hired to be a strength coach for people. So I guess it's sort of helpful to know that I also do this, but also it doesn't matter. Like it just, I don't know. I, well, I'm, especially not in the ways that you are coaching and currently interested in the, the, the group of people that you're interested in training. Right. A, an not, Instagram uh, yeah, presence not, is not going to not benefit that because yeah, you're right. there's no online component necessarily to what you're doing. Right. So, because we are a podcast about trying, what is something from both the kind of, let's use Tate's words instead of barbell hippie, from the, did you say consistency? No. Love. Sorry. Uh, Discipline and love. Discipline. So, from the discipline side and from the love side, what are two things that you are trying to do or trying to incorporate more into your life right now? So, I'm going to start with the love side because we didn't talk a lot about hippie side. We talked 
a lot about the barbell side. Yeah. But on the love side of things, two I'm trying to do two things, I think. I think I'm trying. <laughs> One is meditation, which, um, again, another plug for the Waking Up app. The way that Sam Harris helps you realize and identify ways to incorporate meditation into your daily life I have not experienced before at least in a way that I understood the way that I understand now and I think I talked about even on the podcast like I can now breathe and on on a daily basis like when I'm trying to calm down or whatever and I can feel the meditation it feels the same way yeah so that's one thing and the other thing is and this is where I'm like sort of unsure about whether this qualifies or not but the other thing is, I'm I went to church today. You did. I went to church to the same place, this Methodist church right down the street from us, and um, today they talked about social justice, like the entire sermon, and talked about Martin Luther King, and talked about it. seriously, almost made me emotional at church. <gasps> the the close the benediction was it the benediction? At some point, a prayer of some sort. Okay. I can't keep track of all the things because it's i mean it's like mormonism but it's not at all <laughs> um but in one of the the prayers given there was a special like request for homeless people tomorrow because the temperatures are going to be so low Aww. and i was like how present are these yeah. people that they first of all even think of them and then think of them in context of what the weather's going to look like um it was beautiful anyway so the reason that's a love side is because for me, going to those places isn't always easy. I mean, it, today was super easy because like I, I was going specifically to try it out, and they're like, "We're going to talk about social justice you issues," were like, and I'm Thanks like, "Thanks for doing this okay, for me, guys." Okay, a bit of a cheat, but there were a lot of things, not just the sermon itself, just different things I'm hearing and the way they talk about things. Um, but the trying for me is to be in a place where people may literally believe, but are good people trying to do good things as a group and dedicating their lives, at least a portion of it to doing those things. Yeah. So those are the two things I'm trying to do on love. I'll give you the love floor and unless you don't want it, your face says that you don't. I don't know okay. what I'm doing. You can go to discipline if you the, want. I, yes. Yes. Although I, I, I'll stay on the, on the love hippie side. I can just copy off of what you have said, really, is that I am trying to meditate. I am trying to be very conscious and specifically work towards we've I've mentioned this, I think, before I've kind of in the last six months, I really have discovered what I think a lot of my root issues are because I believe I am someone that has root issues that have followed me throughout my entire life and have really, I've allowed myself to, to think about them and it's sort of caught up to me and, and I'd like to improve my life. I think I can improve my life. And so I'm, I'm working towards those things and that idea, I just am, I don't know, I guess to some people it's like, well, yeah, that like, what about that is not accepted by everyone but it isn't accepted by everyone self having being immersed in self-discovery and difficult things and going to therapy is not 
it still is not to a point where everybody thinks that that should be what everyone should do. So to me, it is still on the love hippie side and hasn't, has not moved to the middle of the Venn diagram yet. And so for me, I guess those are the things that I'm trying to do. I think, um, from the discipline and barbell side, it's what I talked about. Like I just, I lift three times a week. I am trying really hard. I asked you yesterday, do you think I can make it through all of 2019? We almost made a deal, but. Oh, that's right. Cause then by I the time retracted I was, my deal. Right, you retracted your deal by the time I was ready to accept the deal. I have never made it a full year. I don't think maybe early on I did. What would but qualify in, as a full year? Two to three times a week for the whole year. Okay. I think there's a few exceptions. Like I think, I I do think that my body in particular and my brain needs a week off every so often, especially depending on what kind of lifting I'm doing. And I mean like intensity and like the weight for me in comparison, like that kind of a thing. But I think think I could set it up there's enough we have enough access and enough knowledge that there's no reason that I couldn't be consistent for a whole year and that doesn't mean that I'm setting PRs right no of course constantly and it doesn't mean that at all and that's one of the things I need that's one of the hippie things that's you one need of the hippie things I need to incorporate into the barbell is that that can mean that I go out to the gym and squat the bar for five sets of ten instead of doing three sets of five or one set of three at a much higher weight. Like it doesn't And it's interesting matter. that, right. That, I mean, that is somewhat of a hippie idea, but the first time I, or the best, the way I best heard it described was from someone, definitely I would say on the barbell side, is it's just pennies in the bank. Right. It doesn't matter if you're, it's better to lift something than nothing. Right. And that was from Swat someone and leave. Right. So all those ideas are from a bar, from the barbell side of things. Absolutely. Um, which it's nice now to be able to see, oh, they, they were mixing back then too. We just, uh, ah. I mean, it, it's enough for me to say, right. We can, we can, we can see it in a mixed way. I still don't right. think they saw it in a mixed way, but that's fine. Right. Yeah. So that's, what about you for discipline? Um, so I'm thinking of meeting your, barbell 2019 challenge mm. and doing the same thing uh yeah so that that's one thing well, part of why i want to do it is because training Catherine has been so wonderful and rewarding and she is just she's keeping us going in right. so many ways right now and it's been awesome but she said to me like she didn't say it this way, but I think the the idea behind the question that she had for me or the topic that she brought up was, am I going to burn out? I see that you keep burning out. Am I going to burn out? And I want to show her that that's, she doesn't have to. I have, I don't want to say I've been doing things wrong because I don't think I have been doing things wrong. I really don't. But I do think that I can adjust it and set myself up for a little bit more consistency and I want to teach her that she can do that because this is something for her that I think that she has certain, certainly shown interest, enough interest in that it's something that she can keep with her for the rest of her life and right. do consistently for the rest of her life. So I want to show her that she doesn't have to be scared of or expect burnout. It doesn't have to Well, happen. and I think that 
you know, some of the, maybe it's necessary to burn out before you can have a healthier relationship with it. Or maybe it's um, necessary to go that hard to actually be converted to, sure, to the barbell and discipline. Both, right. However, if humans are good at anything, it's being able to look at other, well, sometimes they're good at this. <laughs> Look at other people and learn from their mistakes and not have to make yeah. their their own same mistakes. So yeah. maybe that's something. And and she for sure is an inspiration why we, at least recently, have been like, like yeah, if we're gonna we be can. if we're gonna be a big bod squad. We need to. We need to. <laughs> I mean, we have shirts that say it. Right. We so need to, we need to participate. We kind of have to live up to the shirt. The other sort of small discipline thing that I think I'm working on and have been working on is just waking up early. Yeah. It puts me in a position to do a lot of love hippie things like meditate and read and write like the other side of things. But the discipline side of that is that I need to be up early so that I have time for those other things. So that's the other thing that like I'd that. say I'm working on in the discipline area. It's uh, switching Mormonism for barbellism <laughs> was a natural change. And oh, now that funny. I've rejected all like sort of all of it all isms right or trying to or trying to live in between them or whatever the the whatever i want to call it i it the structure and discipline is natural to me but also something i'm trying to reject all the time because i know how messy life is <laughs> um and that folk being able to Going back to church has been a difficult thing, but I think sort of rewarding. Looking at discipline in a way that isn't related to dogma, I think, will also be helpful to me. Right. Yeah. I I agree. We didn't even touch on like all of the lifestyle areas with which this has been something we have adopted. Like, I mean, it's changed that like, honestly, the idea of Barbell Hippie changed the kind of the kind of quality of food that we eat. Right. The kind of quality of like home cleaning products. Oh, yeah. And like it really has the, the, this sort of embracing a genuinely more like hippie way. It's funny. The girls on my team, I'm very open about the fact that I don't shower every day <laughs> and that I don't ever wear deodorant. So if you are someone who knows me in real life, like sees me regularly and you ever think I smell Feel free to tell me because no one's ever told me, including my husband, who sleeps next to me every single night. Well, I can't smell you over my smell. <laughs> okay. So, plus... That ruins my theory here. It's a bit of a good-smelling body privilege you have. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, you're right. Some of us don't have the luxury but of But what I was going to say is that... I'm not going to change my hygiene practices until it becomes a problem because everyone who thinks it's gross that I don't shower every day or wash my hair every other day prove to me that I need to because until then, I'm just not going to change. Even then, that's their problem? Right. Anyway, they laugh at me and like they all call me a hippie because to to them, and I, I can imagine if I had known me when I was 16, I right. would have seemed like the biggest crazy person right so anyway it's, yeah it makes me i and but i'm not really a hippie and i don't want to appropriate that from the people who really have earned the right to be called that absolutely because it, they have earned the, that right it's not a disparaging thing at all i would be proud to be a real hippie but i'm not right well no one's anything real anyway 
It's all a construct. <laughs> all right. So this is sort of a pop quiz for homework. Ooh. But we set some resolutions-ish. I don't oh. know how you feel about calling them that. Right. Uh, for the beginning of the year. And I'd, either we can reestablish what they are, because I don't know that we've talked about them on the podcast. I don't think we did. Or you can give an update. Right now? Where you or are. next week. Or, or next week. You take homework. Well, I'm, st- I'm doing... So, I will briefly say, and then I'll expound more next week. I am picking up a new hobby for a month, like every month of the year. will be a different hobby. Unless I really like something and then I want to keep it around. This month, January's hobby was guitar. It's the 20th today. I have picked up the guitar one time. I do have a tab open on my computer for something that you sent me about learning to play the guitar. So I will commit (laughs) between this week and next week to actually look at that. And maybe I will pick up the guitar before next week. Okay. My resolution was to publish one piece of writing. Oh, right. In a place that people can see it. And? So I have not yet done that. All right. But I'm working through... I mean, I've already written part of what I intend on uh, making public, so... Cool. Look forward to that. I always look forward to reading what you have written. Okay. Anything else? Or do you, do you feel satisfied? I feel satisfied. I feel like we're just going to keep doing this podcast the way that we're doing it. All right. For this week, at least. Right. No guarantees. I mean, no guarantees. <laughs> All right. Possibly talk to you next week. Bye.